Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, and you're listening to Speaking of Travel right here on News Radio 570 WWNC 880 and 92.9 The Revolution. Hey, be sure to visit the Speaking of Travel website. That's speakingoftravel.net. There you can sign up for the Speaking of Travel Travel Club. In 2018, we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to have some giveaways and maybe plan some trips ourselves. So be sure to sign up for the Speaking of Travel Travel Club. And I want to put a shout out to the Asheville Regional Airport. I've traveled a little bit over the past few months, and I have to say, I have had a blast being over there at the airport. They have these great rocking chairs, wonderful lounges, and good food. I'm telling you, you can go down there just to get a meal. The Asheville Regional Airport. When you fly home, you know what? You're home. No road trip required. Well, I have to say, wouldn't it be nice if you were encouraged on a regular basis to be aware of what you consume, whether it's through eating or buying, especially at this time of the season? It seems like we're all into the consuming portion of the program. And wouldn't it be nice if somebody could give you some tips on how to live and how that impacts the environment, your sustainability, and really whether you're living a life that you love. Wouldn't that be nice? Well, I'll tell you what, you're in luck because today my guests are Angie and Nelson Stagall, a.k.a. Yukon and Bean, and they have some great stories to tell, wonderful adventures that they've been on, and they are really, really going to help us learn how to live a life that we love. Welcome to the show, you guys. I'm so glad to have you today. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, so I met you, Angie, at a women's conference. You were up giving a presentation about your your adventures and your own change of life, and I just knew in that moment I needed to talk to you guys and find out more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was talking about the being bold and brave in 14 seconds. And That's that right. Was a, that was a big hit. <laughs> it was a huge hit, and I want to talk about that again right here on my show. But first, I want to talk a little bit about you guys, you and Angie and Nelson Yukon and Bean, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> so my nickname is Bean because I have a tiny bit of a coffee addiction. <laughs> a little bit of a coffee snob. And the Yukon. And Yukon is just uh, have a big red beard in Yukon uh, Cornelius from, uh, you know, the red nose, Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Oh, well, and there they, you go. They just kind of went great together. Yukon <laughs> and Bean. All right. So give us a little background. How did you guys meet? Where, what are, your, where are you from? What's your backstory? <laughs> we met on the internet, actually. <laughs> we were living in towns about 20 minutes apart from each other. I was living in Charlotte. Uh, Nelson was living up in Kannapolis, which is a little bit northeast of Charlotte. 
and we were doing some internet dating. I had just gotten on, and he was getting ready to get off, and we saw each other's profiles, and he talked a lot about Alaska and travel and canoeing and cross-country skiing, and I talked a lot about backpacking and kayaking and travel, and we met and hit it off right away, and that was almost seven years ago now. Wow. Non-stop ever since. (laughs) Non-stop ever since. Man, oh man, that's a great story right there, I'll tell you. So give us a little bit of an idea of uh, this Grand Canyon adventure in 2013 and how that kind of changed how you were living. Right. So we got invited by friends to go on a private trip, meaning there were no official guides. Um, it was somebody won the lottery and uh, and got a permit, and they invited us to come along. And it's it's been Nelson's dream forever to row the Grand Canyon, and they had an extra boat, and so he got to be an oarsman. <laughs> Yep. It's a big dream of mine ever since I got it up in the new and the golly up in, in West Virginia. I was a guide up there for a while, and it was always a big dream, and it was able to come true. But taking your own rafts without a guide, I mean, had you did you feel confident that you were going to be able to do that? Oh, oh yeah. We were a group of 16 of us. Um, mo- I think me and Andrew were the only ones that had not been down the canyon, but uh, – um, my experience level and, and knowledge in the outdoors um, and the training I've received, uh, it was very comfortable with, with any and all of that. Um, and, and, yes, it's uh, it's a different world, and it's it can be big and scary down there, but uh, it was it was an amazing, life-changing uh, an event for both of us. Yeah, and so this is Angie. I had never taken a trip quite like that before. I had done a lot of camping and a lot of kayaking and camping out of my kayak. But I had never taken a completely unplugged two-week adventure like that before. And so everything from packing to the amount of work that we had to do on the trip, you know, every morning um, you're loading up the boats and doing 10, 12, 15 miles for the day, and then you're unloading the boats and setting up everything you need from your kitchen to your sleeping area to where you're going to hang out with everyone to your bathroom area. Well, so that must have been quite intense, just doing that every day. <laughs> yes, we called it a working vacation. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a working vacation. But you, I think you settle in. I have done multiple trips through Knowles, and when I was an outdoor education guide, you know, we'd be gone for, for weeks at a time. And uh, you kind of go through phases of you're excited and you're kind of settle in a little bit and then you get to a point to where you feel like you don't even want to leave you don't want you to want to come back because you've gotten used to it well it sounds like you just got really content with your surroundings and being with each other at that point in 2013 how long had you been together uh about a year and a half wow (laughs) yep we uh we'd only been dating about a year and a half we moved in together after three months just because we knew wow it was it was and we don't talk about this very much, but we we feel like we've known each other for lifetimes. And so when we actually met in person and started dating, it was kind of like, I know you. I know you. And it's been remarkably easy. So, um, so, so being we together. We to take such an intense trip after a year and a half 
I think because of that. Yeah. Right. We like it's like we told a couple earlier, we you know, we really like each other. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, and you had to live in such small quarters the way we do and the trips we do, you really have to like each other, not just be in love with each other. Right. Uh, and we enjoy each other's company very much. So on that big two week trip, you were sleeping in tents? No. No. <laughs> Actually, the time of year that we went, I mean, we did bring a tent with us, but we didn't need it. The weather was beautiful. So we slept in cots just out in the open air um, and, you know, had sleeping bags with us. And uh, we had each had every person on the trip had one bag that was about the size of a small golden retriever. I mean, that's that's about what you needed for two weeks. And. Then we had large boxes that had all the kitchen stuff in it, and then another boat had some large boxes that had all the groover, the bathroom, the portable toilet in it. Um, and then there were a couple of kitchen boats that had giant coolers with all our food, and then everybody carried two gigantic um, I don't know five or ten gallon containers of water on their yeah. boats. So this was down the Colorado River. Like, did you start in Nevada and go down? No, it's, uh, the put-in is uh, in Page, Arizona. Um, and then... Lee's take, Ferry. At Lee's Ferry, yep. yep. And then it's 225 miles to the takeout. So it's a section of the Colorado River that runs through the Grand Canyon. The National Park. The National Park, yep. yeah. Grand Canyon National Park. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Well, I want to say that... Being that blissful, carrying just minimal belongings, eating simply must have really transformed your life. So let's talk more about that. This is Marilyn Ball. We're here talking to Angie and Nelson. They're telling us about their big adventures and some life-changing things. This is Marilyn Ball, speaking of travel. With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. People call Asheville home for all different reasons, and they all mean a better quality of living that reflects their very own uniqueness. Whether you're looking for a funky loft in downtown Asheville, an arts and crafts bungalow in a walkable community, or a small farm to create your own artistic legacy, Appalachian Realty Associates will help you find properties as unique as you. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street, right near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. Your business trip shouldn't start with a road trip. Hundreds of global destinations are just one connection away. Starting at Asheville Regional Airport, fly Allegiant, American, Delta, and United. Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. As newcomers flock to Asheville over the last 50 years, they joined with locals to breathe new energy into the city. Marilyn Ball traces the bonds of community that give rise to Asheville today in her book, The Rise of Asheville, an exceptional history of community building. It's available at Malaprops, Barnes & Noble, Loft on Broadway, and Amazon.com.
Fly me to the moon Let me play among the stars Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. You're listening right here on News Radio 570 WWNC 880 and 92.9 The Revolution. Hey, I have some friends who are moving here to Western North Carolina from Arizona, actually. They're moving right here to Western North Carolina, and they had the most wonderful experience with my pals over at Appalachian Realty. I'll tell you, they went over there to their little bungalow right off of Charlotte Street. They weren't sure exactly what they were looking for, but their agent took them all over, showed them farms and little bungalows and places down in the River Arts District. And you know what? Before too long, they found the house of their dreams, and they're they're moving here. That's AshevilleRealty.com. Be sure you, you check them out. They've got some great places right here in western North Carolina. And remember, you can listen anywhere, anytime in the whole wide world on your free iHeartRadio app. Well, I am so excited to have Angie and Nelson Stegall right here telling us about their grand adventures, how to live simply, how to... Just make change happen in your lives to move forward in a way that is going to really empower you to live the life that you love. Welcome back, Angie and Nelson. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks. We're so happy to be here and have this conversation with you. Yes, very much. It's so fun to, um, you know, to remember those times that were life-changing events and kind of put them in a scope over the course of a conversation. And, you know, hearing you talk about how you met and and how you knew, I, I love that. You know, that intuition, trusting your intuition that this feels right this is right, I'm going to go for it. And you did, and a year and a half later, you're going down in a raft down the Grand Canyon, Colorado River. (laughs) You guys rock. (laughs) So on that adventure, I bet. So on that trip, we were talking, you were saying that you just, you know, you just realized how content you were with your surroundings and being with each other. Was that problematic in any way? Well, well, so I I have a theory that that sometimes life um, is like a snow globe. And if you just go along and have your routine and do what you do, you know, the snow just sort of lays there at the bottom of the snow globe. But if you go and have a big adventure, and you def- you define what big is, but when you go and have a big adventure, you're going to shake up that snow globe, and your life is going to look very different when that adventure is over. And we found that that is exactly what happened to us, because we had time floating down that river to talk about our life and what was working and what wasn't working. We talked about our dreams for the future. We talked a lot about where we were living um and how we wanted to change that and 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 that that trip sort of set us on a trajectory of change so how did you take that first step when you came back we we got an email both of us got an email from uh, the friend of ours who invited us and 
I don't even think we talked about when we we just said yes, we are going. I don't even think we talked to each other. We just kind of looked at each other and said, "Where are you going?" <laughs> and that's what really started it. Yeah, we needed we needed to take the time and make some changes. Yeah, and, and kind of get away from the hustle and bustle of life for a minute. Yep. But then when we got home, we we just looked at each other and we said. Now is the time we need to make these changes that we talked about on this trip. And so we, Nelson, finished the house we were living in. He'd been remodeling it for a couple of years, and he got really serious and finished the remodel. We put the house up for sale, and because of the market in that area, the house didn't sell, didn't sell, didn't sell, didn't sell. And one day I just looked at him and I said, you know what? we don't have to live in this house. And and how can we not live in this house and still meet our financial obligations? And we decided to rent the house. And so within, I don't know, two weeks of deciding to rent the house, um, a client of mine said, hey, I have someone who's moving to that area who needs a rental. And I was like, ding, this is going to be great. And so we, rent, we, we found a renter for the house. We talked about where we wanted to go and decided that we, Nelson had always wanted to move to Brevard. And so we went to Brevard and spent the weekend. We got really crazy lucky and found a house to rent, so we signed a lease there, and by, I think, January or February, we had moved. (laughs) This all happened very quickly, very quickly. You know what, when you look back at how you guys met and that you knew quickly that, you know, within a few months that... You you wanted to be partners and be with each other. I think once you you stopped uh, being in that rut, if you will, and said out loud, "We don't have to do this." Boom! <laughs> everything started happening for you. And that's that's kind of the way it went. We both have a theory of we just throw it out to the universe and and see what happens. And it's it's been very good. Well, let's talk about that for just a second, because, you know, that throw it out to the universe is is somewhat of a cliche, of course. I mean, people throw it out and, you know, and yet it's really real. And speak about that just a little bit, because you're you're demonstrating that 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 kind of cliche really is real. I think, yes, it is like a cliche, but also think that when you say things out loud and you make yourself accountable to do those things, I feel like you put in that positive energy. They say, the old saying is you do what you uh, want to do or you make time to do what you want to do. And I think by taking the time to throw it out there and say what you want to do out loud, that helps the ball start rolling and makes you accountable to yourself and to, you know, in my case, Angie and her to me, and we you know, move forward with it. You sure did, and what a lot of change. I mean, the impact of uh, going from the life that you'd known and uh, and really getting that inertia going, Nelson, I love that, that you just went, boom, I'm going to get this house finished. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it was moving kind of slowly until we said, let's do this, and and it happened, it, you know, because that's what we wanted to do. So you restarted your life. It's like you rebooted 
uh, right in Brevard, North Carolina. Did you know anybody there? No. Nope. <laughs> nope, we sure didn't. We just both. So I work as a as a life coach and consultant, and Nelson owns a uh owned a general contracting construction business, handyman remodel. And we just decided to pick up our businesses and and move them. And move them right there to Brevard and just kind of start your life all over again. Pretty much. (laughs) I love that. I mean, that just says so much about um, the commitment that you've both made to being together, for one thing, and to live a life like you like you've said, um, you know, really a life that you love, that you're uh, excited about. And you've had since that time, what was that, like 2014? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So once you got settled in, then things really started to change. And, you know, I think once things start changing like that, like you said, Nelson, it, it becomes a snowball effect. So Nelson and, and Angie, thank you so much for being on the show. This is Marilyn Ball speaking of travel. call Asheville home for all different reasons, and they all mean a better quality of living that reflects their very own uniqueness. Whether you're looking for a funky loft in downtown Asheville, an arts and crafts bungalow in a walkable community, or a small farm to create your own artistic legacy, Appalachian Realty Associates will help you find properties as unique as you. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street, right near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. Hi, this is Tina Kinsey with Asheville Regional Airport, and I have a travel tip for you today. Have you ever been to the airport and thought, why is this line taking so long? Security screening, boarding an aircraft? Well, The reality is that a lot of the efficiency can be improved if travelers understand how they can help that situation go more smoothly. So remember that how you behave during screening and boarding of an aircraft can affect the efficiency of the travel experience for you and everyone around you. Be respectful of others. Understand what you need to do at the screening checkpoint before you enter the line. Be ready. Board the plane in the correct zone indicated on your boarding pass. Stow luggage near your seat as quickly as possible. All of these things will help the travel experience go even more smoothly. Blue Ridge Motorcycling Magazine is a quarterly guide to the best rides and most interesting riders. Available in newsstands and at BlueRidgeMotorcyclingMagazine.com Fly me to the moon Let me play among the stars Let me see what spring is like on 
Speaking of travel is brought to you by the Asheville Regional Airport, Western North Carolina's gateway to and from the world. And you know what? When you fly home, you're home. They're served by Allegiant, American, Delta, and United, Asheville Regional Airport. And remember, you can listen anywhere, anytime in the whole wide world on your free iHeartRadio app. And one more thing I want you to be sure to Go to the Speaking of Travel website, speakingoftravel.net, and sign up for the Speaking of Travel Travel Club. There you're going to find photos and musings. I call them my musings. All great information, including more travel tips. Because I'll tell you, the more you travel, the more you want to know the ins and outs, what to do, where to go. All of that good stuff, especially what to pack. I'll tell you. Well, speaking of packing, I'm here with Nelson and Angie uh, Stegall. They, they've been talking to us about um, their life changes and finally getting up to Brevard, North Carolina, and settling in. So thank you both for being on the show. You're settled in now. You've got your businesses happening. <laughs> then what happened? <laughs> <laughs> then then somehow oh okay so i think it happened last year we rafted all 149 miles of the french broad river together in a in a smaller raft um we we really like these epic long trips um it took us about 13 days and we had more time on that trip <laughs> to to talk about our life and what was and wasn't working and we 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 admitted to each other that travel and freedom were our core values. And I guess we knew that, but we really talked about that. And, and we said, what if we could figure out a way to move into a small RV or a van or something and travel, travel on the road full time? How would we ever make something like that happen? And <laughs> and and as we here are, we are <laughs> and as we are want to do so we ended up buying a Sprinter van which are you know they look like kind of the big white cargo vans that you see mm-hmm. Nelson started upfitting that uh, and we traveled a lot in that thing I how many miles did we put on that oh, well, about a year and a half we put thirty thousand miles on that van traveling yeah so. A lot. A lot. And we we looked for opportunities to work on the road. Like, how can we make money on the road? And I eventually found, through a website, um, an opportunity that would help us make some money. And, and we found the opportunity in April of the... Of, this. Last year, this year, yeah. this year, this year, yeah. So, 2017, April 2017, we found the opportunity, and by July 31st of this year, we were driving away in the Class A motorhome that we now live and work in full time. Oh my goodness! Sold, yeah, we sold pretty much everything we own and what wouldn't fit in here, and we drove away. Yep. Where were you going? <laughs> To Florida, <laughs> via you know Gastonia to see my mom, and yeah. and South Carolina to visit some friends, and then Florida for some training, and yeah. 
we've driven 10,000 miles since then. Yeah. My goodness. And so been to Southern California and back. <laughs> so talk a little bit about the, the core values, the travel plus the freedom. I mean, so you, I think this is really a, is something I want to flush out a little bit here because being able to recognize what your core values are, especially as a couple, uh, is is very um, insightful. Um, I don't know that many people who say, so, honey, what's your core value? <laughs> mm-hmm. And what even gave you that impetus to talk about that together? Was it your time out in nature and, and being in this quiet, floating type of atmosphere what got you started about your core values uh, I, there's a, I guess a lot there really um, our process is since we've been together we have continued to downsize and the one common thing that we've talked about is travel and how much we love to travel and we've both been self-employed in, in different businesses for you know years and years and years so that freedom means a lot to us. And, you know, how many, you know, I've had some friends and some people pass away that had their retirement set and never got to enjoy it. You know, they reached that magic age and had that magic number in the bank account and then they're in a, you know, they pass away. And that was something that we were not willing to wait for. We wanted to go out and enjoy our lives have that freedom and be with each other and go out and see the country and, the, and, and you know, hopefully the world and, uh, and enjoy life and, and spend the time together and hopefully inspire other people to do the same thing, to well, help protect our national parks and our lands and our, uh, our great places that we visit, you know, and, and kind of live in nowadays. Exactly. And, and it sounds to me that uh, by being in this frame of mind and living this life that you love, uh, you're turning you're, you're turning inward to be able to project outward and share with us your beautiful photography, your Angie's wonderful writing. I want to talk about that a little bit, too, because it seems like that's really become such a big part of that um, inspiration to be able to share. I call it holding space. You're holding mm-hmm. that space for me because I'm sitting here kind of doing my thing while you're out because of all the work that you've done to get to where you are now, to have that freedom, to be able to travel, to visit the parks, to share with us the joy that you're that you're living. Yeah, so I will say that, you know, I call myself a life coach, but I'm really a wayfinder and 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 it is it was so important to me to find my way, to continue to find my way in life and it's always been important to Nelson too for him to find his own way in life. And I'm I'm insatiably curious about things. I I question everything all the time. I mean, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd agree with that. <laughs> and, and so I think that because I ask these questions of us individually and as us of us as a couple, and and I don't put restrictions on these questions. I am always saying, if money were no object, 
what would you want to do? Where would you want to be? Who would you want to be? And I, I think that that helped us get to kind of realizing our core values and realizing how we wanted to feel in our lives. That's... And then pile on top of that the fact that I have a lot of words and I and I understand the world by writing about it. Nelson understands the world by seeing it and experiencing it. And it's just this lovely combination of our skills together that that I think have helped us get to where we are now. Well, yeah. that's very inspiring. Is there a website or someplace where people can go to look at your photography, Nelson, and read your writing, Angie? UConn and Bean.com is the best place right now. Mm-hmm. And I know Angie has Angie Stigall writes. Um, no, just Angie, Angie com. Yeah. So, uh, my photography website is, is up and coming, um, and that'll be Nelson Stigall. Um, photography.com. And that's S-T-E-G-A-L-L? Correct. Two L's. Yep. Angie and Nelson, this is Marilyn Ball. Speaking of travel... People call Asheville home for all different reasons, and they all mean a better quality of living that reflects their very own uniqueness. Whether you're looking for a funky loft in downtown Asheville, an arts and crafts bungalow in a walkable community, or a small farm to create your own artistic legacy, Appalachian Realty Associates will help you find properties as unique as you. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street, right near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. Latino buying power is huge and rising fast. If you want to tap into this new market, then connect by advertising in Ola Carolina Magazine. This glossy Spanish-language magazine is published monthly and reaches over 70,000 Spanish-speaking residents in Western North Carolina. Ola Carolina Magazine is about much more than just speaking Spanish. It's about Latino culture. Visit OlaCarolina.com and transform how you attract, engage, and connect with Latino customers. With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. As newcomers flock to Asheville over the last 50 years, they joined with locals to breathe new energy into the city. Marilyn Ball traces the bonds of community that give rise to Asheville today in her book, The Rise of Asheville, an exceptional history of community building. It's available at Malaprops, Barnes & Noble, Loft on Broadway, and Amazon.com. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on 
Speaking of travel is brought to you by Appalachian Realty. If you're looking for a farmhouse, a funky loft, or a nice little arts and crafts bungalow, you need to check them out over on Arlington Street, right off of Charlotte Street in Asheville. Or visit AppalachianRealty.com. And you can follow Speaking of Travel on Facebook. That's Speaking of Travel. Or on Twitter, hashtag SpeakTravelToMe. That's the number two. Well, Speaking Travel to Me right now is Angie and Nelson Stegall. They are out there living their life, not waiting until retirement to do the dream traveling that they've always wanted to do. Welcome back to the show, you guys. It's so wonderful having you here with us. Thank you very much. So during during our conversation, we've talked a lot about how you met and how you got on the road and where your life has been taking you. And, you know, when we first came into the show, we were talking about, um, well, I was talking about being how nice it would be if we had somebody who could help us be aware of what we're consuming and how we live and the impacts that make not only to ourselves but to the environment and it, it it sounds like you're the you're the people who can help us in some of these areas what do you recommend um to my listeners in regard to being able to live that life that they love but being aware of what they're consuming how much they're uh they're they're owning and how to be able to let go of that a little bit well, we are big on quality over quantity. And so we don't hesitate to spend a fair amount of money on a good jacket, um, on a good pair of pants, um, or a good pair of shoes. But we don't have many of any of those things. And we are very conscious about purchasing something that's going to last a long time. Um, I think just this morning we were talking about a pair of shoes that Nelson's had going on how many years? It's 15-plus years, and I I think they've been resold many times, and uh, it's time to retire them. Yeah. Um, And I've got several pairs of shoes that I've had since – an Alaska trip that I took in 2003, and and we are just committed to investing in a few good quality things rather than shopping lots to get lots of things. Um, we don't have the room. We live in a 38-foot motorhome now, and the weight is a consideration. The space is a consideration. Mm-hmm. We we know what we use. We know we have uh, about an 80-gallon water tank, and we know every four to five days we have to refill that. The average American uses over 100 gallons of water a day. Um, but just being aware of those things um, and, and clean water and, and our space, our parks and our greenways are, that are important to a lot of people. Um, do you find on the road while you're uh, traveling and meeting new people uh, along the way that people are relatively nice and kind? Is are you are you is that opening up your mind a little bit? Gosh, you know, we were in uh, Alabama over Thanksgiving, 
on a on a particular job that we were doing and some people saw our rig and looked us up and they said well what are you all doing for thanksgiving and and we were like well you know we don't really have any plans and they invited us to come spend thanksgiving with them and their five children and their mom and dad yeah so perfect strangers open their doors to us and Perfect strangers stop us at the gas station to talk to us about what we're doing because they see our Yukon and Bean logo on our on the rig. They'll blow the horn and wave as they go down the highway. Yeah, it's it's uh, people have been very connected to what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, they're very interested and and they talk to us a lot about. Gosh, well, do you have a house? Nope, we don't have a house. Well, what'd you do with all your stuff? Well, we sold it. You know, we used Facebook to sell a bunch of stuff. We had yard sales. You know, we took each time we did this, which I think has been four or five times of downsizing now, you know, we end up taking a little load to Goodwill. And it's, we've really just realized how little we need to be happy. And we didn't do it, you know, everybody's like, how did you do that? Well, it took us six years to downsize to a 38-foot motorhome. Right. You know, we didn't do it overnight, and we, you know, there were some things that we held on to and kept holding on to until we finally had to make that final decision. It's got to go. It's got to go. So where do you where do you find the uh, – this is a really great uh, topic right here because letting go – is not easy, and sometimes we hang on just a little bit too long, maybe, or we can't find that that way to make the separation, and yet it's so important. How did you work through that process of finally being able to say, we're letting go of that? It was a process. Yes. It was a process. Um, I had started years before because I worked as a professional organizer for for four or five years, and I saw the impact of the emotional attachment people had to their stuff. Um, but it just takes time. If 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 you if you do a little bit at a time, if you do one bookshelf at a time, if you do one closet at a time, or one room at a time. The physical act of removing the objects from your space removes that emotional need to have those things. And once they're gone, we found... We haven't missed anything. Yeah. There's nothing that we miss that we used to have that we got rid of. And I was a much bigger collector when I, before I met Angie of, you know, just stuff. Tchotchkes and DVDs and whatever's... Whatever. And, I, you know, I learned with, with her, and she taught me a lot, too, and, and that emotional release is big. And I started looking back at things, and there's a lot of things that I no longer have, but they are, you know, near and dear and true to my heart. And that's and then in my memory, and that's the only place they need to be. I don't need that physical thing anymore. Well, describe for me what the inside of your rig looks like now. A disaster. <laughs> no, it needs it needs a good cleaning because you know we've got a cat and a dog and the two of us living full time in what did we figure three hundred square feet here? Yeah, just a little um, over three hundred square feet. But you know we've got three plants that live in the RV with us um, that we tuck away when we're driving. Um, we have pictures up. Yep. And, and, I mean it looks like a 
a house. Yeah, it looks like a, a yeah. homey little house. Mm-hmm. You know, we, the plants and the pictures and um, the little signs and the few things that we have, we wanted those personal touches. So, you know, if you've ever been in an RV, it's kind of plain Jane or whatever. Um, so, you know, we wanted those personal touches to make it really cozy and, and feel really nice. Oh, it feels, I feel it already. I just, getting to know you and, and thinking about you in that space. So what's ahead for you? What's on the horizon here? <laughs> Can I tell them? <laughs> sure. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> um, so we're, we're doing a little bit of family stuff um, through the end of January up in the Northern Virginia area, and then we have accepted a campground hosting job in Alaska for the summer. So we'll be we'll be driving up to Alaska from the North Carolina coast um, the middle of May, and then we'll be living in the campground until I think the beginning of August this year. No, next year, 2018. Wow, look at how your life has come so far in just not that long a time. I'm just so proud of you. What a great way to move forward and um, and have some fun. You guys are really having a fun time. Oh, yeah. We really are having fun. I mean, we, you know, life is always interesting on the road. Well, that could be your motto. (laughs) Life is always interesting on the road. Well, tell us again how we can just kind of keep up with you guys and, and, uh, and check out what you're doing. Yeah, so um, yukonandbean.com is where we blog about our travel adventures. And AngieStigall.com is where I do my wayfinding magic with people. Oh, that sounds lovely. And that's S-T-E-G-A-L-L, right? Correct. Stigall. And, being, and also currently being built is Nelson Stigall Photography. Well, yep. I'm looking forward to seeing your photography.com there, Nelson. <laughs> well, thank you both for being on the show today. And we wish you so much love and fun and adventure moving forward and you're such an inspiration and you've given us some great tips especially on being patient and and having a process thank you both so much for being with us thank you thanks for having us you bet well we'll touch base in 2018 from alaska how about that Oh, you're on. All right. (laughs) Sounds great. Well, thank you so much. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. I want you to go out and and think about Nelson and Angie this week as you're traveling about in the hustle and bustle of the holidays and really just, you know, close your eyes for a minute and dream. Where do you see yourself next week, next year, five years from now? And whatever you do, remember, don't postpone joy. Joy. 